Welcome to the Glojo Podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Kalal, and every week I'll be sharing thought-provoking, soul-soothing, and inspiring conversations from personal stories to insider tips and tricks. At the Glojo, you can always find what you need when you need it most. This is permission. Permission to be you, permission to be messy, permission to feel all the feels. So what do you say? Let's do this together. I'll see you in the Glojo. Hello and welcome to the Glojo podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Kalal, and it is wonderful to have you here today. Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it, and it wouldn't be the same without you. This podcast is coming up on one year. The first birthday of the Glojo podcast is right around the corner. In some ways, it seems like the absolute longest year, and in other ways, it seems like this has just flown by in the blink of an eye. I know for me, this has been such a powerful journey and learning experience in so many ways, and I hope for everyone tuning in that you've enjoyed the Glow Joe podcast over the recent weeks and months and year, and that you'll continue to tune in. So thank you for being here. And you know, if you enjoy this podcast, definitely share it. That's really helpful. It helps spread the word and get this podcast into the ears of more people and leaving a review, writing a review on Apple Podcasts also really helps. And on Spotify now, you can rate the shows if you haven't already done so. And if you enjoy this podcast and find it valuable, I would be so grateful if you took the time to rate, review, share, subscribe, all those things. Now let's dive in. Today's episode is a soul bite and soul bites are mini episodes and it's a solo episode where it's just me and you and I'm riffing. Usually I talk about things that are going on in my life, um, whether it's different challenges or different things that I've learned or navigated. And then I share tips on how I got through things in an effort to help everyone out there who's navigating life because life is life. It's challenging. It has the highs and the lows, the ups and downs, it zigs, it zags. And if the last two years have taught us anything, it's hard to know what to expect and life can throw curveballs. And so my hope is that you find these episodes insightful, motivating, uplifting, inspiring, useful, and that you are able to add some new tools to your toolbox. And also, you know, sometimes it's just good food for thought. And today's episode is more along the lines of food for thought. And this episode was inspired by a meeting I was in today. At the beginning of the meeting, there was an icebreaker. And the icebreaker question was, what did you want to be when you were young? What did you say you wanted to be when you grew up? Now, to me, this has always been such an interesting question, and it really depends, I think, at the different ages that you're looking at this. So when I was young, I wanted to be an Olympic ski racer. That's what I wanted to do. And that was in, you know, grade one, grade two, grade three. And then in grade four, my family moved and we were no longer going to the mountains skiing all the time. And so that that was that. <laughs> that was that dream. And, you know, I remember my sister when she was young, she wanted to be an American gladiator. But then as kids get older and as they move from childhood into teenage years and young adulthood, I think the obsession with what do you want to do when you grow up? What do you want to be 
in some ways, I understand why this is healthy. I am a goal-oriented person. I like just putting my mind to something and deciding that I'm going to work towards it. And it feels really, really good to have that path that you're on. But for me, when we're asking these teenagers and young adults to figure out their path for the rest of their life, that's just kind of crazy. It's kind of wild that there's so much pressure on young people to quote unquote, have it all figured out. When in reality, they've lived at home their their whole life. They've really just done exactly what they've been told to do in the school system, more or less, unless you know, you're a rebel and you're out there paving your own path and getting into trouble at a, at a young age. But for the most part, there's a ton of structure. And I, I think that it takes a long time to figure out who you are and to figure out what really matters to you and the values you have and what you and how you want to live your life. I remember having this moment and it was in grade nine and we were going through and we had to complete this exercise. It was starting to focus on career building and what do you want to be? And I was writing down all these things and, you know, sort of the type A overachiever side of me was satisfied with it. But then there was this little voice in the back of my mind and it was like, why, why all this obsession? And this continued throughout my life. And I just have to chuckle when people focus so much on the what, because to me, there's so much power and so much beauty and so much depth to be tapped into when we switch one word in that sentence. And that one word is what to who, who do you want to be when you grow up? Focusing on who do I want to be is so much more empowering to me, it's actually so much more important. I don't live in a black and white world. I live in a very gray world. I know I've shared this before, but it's like my world is all shades of gray, all shades of orange, all shades of whatever it is. There's no boxes or I know there's boxes, but it doesn't feel good for me to live in a box. And I think that this question of what do you want to be is just trying to put us in these boxes and life isn't that organized. It's not that neat. Maybe that's true for some people, but I think that in general, we live in a society that rewards the type A people, that rewards the structure and the left brain. And if you do everything in this linear order, that you'll be rewarded and you'll be successful. When what if we were to switch the conversation and really focus on the becoming? on stepping into our personal truth, focusing on living an aligned life, a life that is true for us as individuals. I truly believe that we all came to this planet, to earth, with something so unique to us, something that is deep within and something that only we have. It's this special thing that's within each of us. And Our mission, I guess you could say, or one of our missions is to be in tune with that and to live that out, to breathe life into it, to shower that part of us with some love so that then we can go make the impact that we're supposed to make and that we're here to make in the world and in the lives of our loved ones and the people that cross our paths. And again, I do like having goals. I do like having something to focus on. But oftentimes, I'm curious to know if this is true for you, but for me, I set a goal and it feels good when I achieve it, but that doesn't last long. That feeling of like, woohoo, celebration, victory, it's pretty short-lived. What isn't short-lived is the person 
that I become in the doing and in the working towards achieving the goal. So in the doing, there's actually the being and the becoming. I think that there's so much beauty and so much power in really stepping in to our full potential in all of these different ways, including ways that are more qualitative and nonlinear and harder to pinpoint and harder to describe. All right. And so here are some questions to inspire you to step into the journey of who do you want to become? When I think of who do I want to become? One of the questions that comes to mind is, how do I want to feel? Well, right now I am recovering from COVID and oh my gosh, I kicked my butt. I will probably do an episode on my experience and just sharing some takeaways and things that really landed home for me. But right now I'm not feeling super vital. I'm not feeling full of energy. And so when I think about how do I want to feel? Well, I want to feel physically better. I want to feel full of vitality and full of life. I want to have a lot of energy. I want to feel inspired. I want to feel clear-minded. Oh my gosh, I've had the worst post-COVID brain fog. It's been so challenging to get through the days. And so this is also making me realize that there are a lot of things I was taking for granted. Now, I also want to feel creative. I want to feel empowered. I want to feel free. I want to feel the excitement of what is and what's possible. Another question that I asked myself when I was thinking about who, who do I want to become? Who do I want to be? Is how do you want to make other people feel? There is a beautiful Maya Angelou quote that says, I've learned that people will forget what you said People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. That quote just lands. It hits home for me. It's so powerful because so often I think we worry about details and showing up in a certain way and the appearance and the look of something when at the end of the day, that's not what matters. That's not what people remember. I truly believe that people remember how you made them feel and the fun memories and the laughter and the experiences that you've had together. You know, I'm being reminded of the episode that I did with Bevan Farrand, and she talks about creating moments, not minutes. And to me, those moments turn into those powerful memories. And so that's the second question. How do you want to make others feel? Now, the third question that I ask myself is, what kind of impact do I want to make on the lives of other people? And so I ask this to you, what kind of impact do you want to make in the lives of other people? I think we can get so caught up sometimes in thinking that we need to do these big, grand things to make an impact when really it can be the tiniest thing that makes a powerful impact for someone. It can turn their day around. It can turn their week, their month, their year, their life around. We never know the impact we have. And I think that we often overestimate the grand things that we focus on and underestimate the power of the small things. And so smile at a stranger. 
you know, ask the cashier genuinely, how are, like, how are you today? Or wish them a good day genuinely and make eye contact, tip someone unexpectedly, do the, do that kind thing. Those are situations that are more focused on strangers, but all of this is true for the loved ones in your life. You know, it it doesn't need to be the big things. It can be the small things. It can be writing a little note. It can be sending a text message, sharing how grateful you are to a friend or a family member or a loved one. And so what kind of impact do you want to make? And then brainstorm a couple of things, little things, achievable, doable things that you can take action on right away to start making that impact. All right, now the fourth one. And this is one that I'm not sure about yet. I'm still simmering on this. But what is the legacy that you want to leave behind? What comes to mind for me off the top of my head, and I mean, I have thought about this before, but I really want to inspire people to live a damn good life, to live a fulfilling life, to have fun, to have play in their life. I I feel like life can be so serious and so heavy and so daunting and that we forget what really matters at the end of the day. And so my goal is to really inspire people to live the life that's true for them and to have a hell of a lot of fun along the way doing that. And so I think that my legacy definitely has something to do with self-expression, living an aligned life and play and fun. Now I've got to, you know, figure out how to wrap that all up in a bow and how the heck to do that. But that's what comes to mind for me. Another idea, and this is an exercise that you may have heard of before, you may have done depending on books that you've read or things that you've studied, but there is a, I want to say classic question that is often asked when really thinking about the impact that you want to make, the legacy you want to leave. The question to ponder is when you fast forward to, you know, the the day that you pass pass over to the other side, what do you want your loved ones to say about you at your funeral? What do you want them to write about in your obituary? What do you want them to remember you by and laugh about and talk about and feel that special connection with you about? You know, it's a powerful exercise. So it's definitely deep. It it may bring up some things for you, but I think there's stuff to explore there and it can really shine a light and help you get clear on what actually matters to you right now. Because sometimes I think we can have difficulties getting clear on what matters to us. What are our values? How do we want to live our life? How do we want to make people feel? And so if you're having difficulties really connecting with What's true for you right now? Because I do think we go through transitions in life where we set our sights on something. We do what we say we're going to do. We become what we we said we're going to become. And then we reach these moments of, oh, wait a minute. Is this it? Or this doesn't work for me. This is draining. This is exhausting. This isn't how I want to spend my time. And so then we move into the next phase. And I think that this will happen throughout our lives. And so Use this as an opportunity to get to know you today, to get to know you right now, and to get clear on what matters to you and who you want to become on, who you want to be, because you've got the special thing that makes you you. Share it with the world and uplift other people. And I'm going to read the Maya Angelou quote again. 
I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And so with that, I'm going to end this episode and I hope that I have made you feel inspired, uplifted, connected, and emotional in a good way. All right. That's all for now. Thank you for tuning in. I look forward to connecting with you again next week and feel free to reach out and connect with me on Instagram at the Glojo or at Leanne Kalal. You can also head over to theglojo.com, sign up for the newsletter. I have not been the best at sending those, but come the one year anniversary of the Glojo, my goal for the next year is to get a weekly newsletter out no matter what. So stay tuned to that. And thank you for being here with me on this journey as we grow together. All right. Bye for now.